When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Morning DNA. I am Aaron Dyson, the man of single black church. She is Danae Hughes, the woman of a million distractions, including right now the fact that her door I'm is open <laughs> and I just I just noticed and she it. just now noticed it. Uh, uh-huh. But welcome to the morning DNA for August twenty third, two thousand and twenty one. We're going to find out what this morning is made of, which is deuces. Apparently, isn't that what this is called? Deuces, deuces, Gucci. Isn't that what that? I don't know. Sorry, I went wow. a little went a little streamer there for a second. That reminds me of the second. time that my mom was like, "Totes adorbs," and I said, "No." My kids do this to me all the time because don't I have my I again. have my toes dipped into like youth culture, so I will pick up things and they will give me looks like, "No, not for you." That is, nope, we're not doing that, Dad. You know, like that's so I I am experienced in this. The most recent one was my. Uh, my son was wearing a Among Us hat or something like that. I said that hat is so sus, and he's like, "No, Dad, nope, nope, sorry, you're not, you're not invited." <laughs> it's like, all right, all right, whatever. Yeah, you have to be careful. I know that's going to happen with my kids someday. Who knows what language is going to devolve to? <laughs> devolve? No, yeah, then. it's not. It's not evolve. It's devolve, huh? <laughs> Our way was the See, best way. Now kids are ruining it. I I want to show you this picture here at the top of the show. This is so Iris loves to draw, as we all know. Mm-hmm. And so, for those of yeah. you who are not remembering, she's four. She's not quite four and a half. And so, <clears throat> she artistic. really likes. She really likes to take one pick, one color, and just saturate. Mm. Yeah. So, as always, I look at the what she's done, and I say, "Wow, Iris, that's really neat. It's a beautiful wine glass." She goes, "Mom." No, this is dangerous. That's a tornado, and that man's gonna suck up into it and die. It's like, oh my god! Iris, it is you're, a tornado. Yeah, Iris, your 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 art is very dark. Very yeah. very dark. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I was a poor dead tornado guy. Yeah. Thanks. Uh, thanks for joining us this morning. How is how is your life going? Oh, watchers and viewers, I noticed that. <laughs> Lolly mentioned something that just blew my mind. Hold on a second. I'm going to scroll back mm-hmm. up. Yeah. Uh, Lolly writes on Twitch, have already done breakfasts. That's multiple, by the way. There's an mm-hmm. S on that. Breakfasts, packed lunch, did laundry, and walked the dog. It's only, I was posted at 9.09. It's now 9.14. All of us now feeling like we have a lot to work on in our own personal lives. <laughs> amazing i mean should i brag here like of the stuff that i've done already today like i mean sure. or is this, okay so like worked out clean the kitchen did the dishes um yeah mornings are great for productivity like that's 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 one of my favorite things <sighs> man i i was getting into a rhythm of getting up around 7 a.m um whether iris was up or not mm-hmm. getting and getting ready and having some quiet time before she wakes up and all that and then i started playing wild rp and now <laughs> I sleep as much as I possibly mm. can because yeah. uh, myself and the crew are on gaming until at least midnight. Mm-hmm. And then when it becomes 2 a.m., all of us are like, what are we doing? <laughs> where did yeah. the time go? So I'm in that gaming phase where I'm in the game more than I should be. That's for sure. Yeah. yeah. So my my morning productivity, what could have been, never, it's not going to happen anymore. Yeah, addiction will do that to you. You know, you, you find an addiction and it'll it'll take you out pretty quick. I'm speaking from yeah. experience with mobile games and stuff. Like if I get addicted to, I I think I've talked about this. I had to quit doing um, was it uh, efficiency mobile games like Paperclip and uh, what was that one? Well, uh, cap uh, capitalists. Yes, um, yes, you were obsessed with that game. 
Ad adventure capitalist. Jen yeah. and I had three chats about that game. <laughs> no, we didn't. <laughs> Can you imagine? We're just talking no, to each other about. I always had my really head buried worried. in it mm -hmm. for sure. For sure. That's so, okay. Like yeah. when I played, when I, I, I had games that were sort of set at specific times, but mm -hmm. now I have a game that's available anytime. And sometimes I just want to pop in for a second, but in a game like that, you can't because you can get sucked into the game and then two hours goes by. And so I have to figure out, I need to figure out a gaming like agenda, uh, a schedule. Mm, schedule, efficiency. I <sighs> like these things. It's so hard. It's I so can help. hard. Would I you can't. like me to be your daily planner? Would you like me to tell you what you're supposed to do? That sounds no, like something my, you would get love. Get my business. Get my business. <laughs> Instantly. Instant Today you're anger. doing this. Go away. Get away from me. Slab says I had I'm to get up at boss. nine. That's right. Um, only because I had to get Slab Junior ready for school from home. Mm. She's now under quarantine. Oh, yeah. Otherwise, I would have slept in until the show started. Ugh. My one remaining student is back to school today. So, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Um... Nick is talking about a house project. That's probably based on a conversation elsewhere that I'm missing. Mm -hmm. yeah. About painting kitchen ca cabinet doors. Is that something that you did this morning? Matt says wife is in her first virtual interview for a medical mm. fellowship. Good luck with that. So the morning of the venture is keeping the dogs as quiet as possible. Oh, yes. yes. That's the trick mm -hmm. of working from home. For me, if you it's, have dogs. it's mute mic and then scream. Shut up! <laughs> that's what i do <laughs> i have definitely been on uh conference video conferences where somebody doesn't mute the mic and tells their uh their dogs to shut up and i just think you know i hope that's a good outlet for the inner you that that needs to vent anger at something but you know oh, okay you know it's it's like I'd prefer you yell at your dogs than your children, I guess. But, you know, both are so, probably going to happen at some point. <laughs> my my yell is, oi, now. Uh -huh. Because yeah. uh, of being around someone in the UK more. And I just think the word oi is the best. <laughs> oi is yeah. the best. I need to use it all the time. Aussie, Aussie, Aussie. What? Oi, oi, oi. Is that something that I That's should know? That's a chant. That's the chant. That's the Australia chant. How do you know that? Oh, you just know things. You pick up things. You know that. How would you pick that up? For me, sporting events, like where Australia's involved. Mm -hmm. Okay. <laughs> Just trying to think of where I'd go. Lolly says the... it's Augie in the UK. Augie, Augie, Augie. Oi, oi, oi. So but the oi uh -huh. is part of it. That's yes, a very particular part. Yes. Okay, okay, oh, okay, yes, okay. Yeah. Ozzy, Ozzy, Ozzy. Oi, oi, oi. Yep. So what would it be for, for us? For the so... US? No. For the <laughs> DNA show. <laughs> oh, I don't. I don't know. Something's so question. boring and lame. Um, oh my god. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, um, I don't know um, what it would be. Mm -mm. It's usually more like for sports, and we're obviously not sporting no. right now. No, no, we aren't. It's a call yes, and Lolly, response. Lolly rightly says it is call and response. Like somebody will go Ozzy, 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 and everybody will go Oi, 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 like that. Uh, sports are so weird. Yeah. Yeah. It's similar, Danae, to when you were growing up, the I love Jesus, yes I do, I love Jesus, how about you? <laughs> I didn't do that either. <laughs> I didn't do that either, though. <sighs> uh, praise you the Lord, hallelujah. Did you do that one? I think I did do that one, yeah. There you go. Should we there example that one? Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Praise ye the Lord. No, I cannot do it. Like, I started laughing and my voice just went totally out. Uh-huh. Holy yeah. crap. Yeah, years, <clears throat> years of VBS just streaming back uh, <laughs> on that one. Well, you yeah. want to shoot a dough today? Yeah, let's do it. Uh, all right. We will do the D and A and U, D topic, A topic, and as many U topics as we can get through today. Um, so be thinking about questions you might have for us or topics you want us to talk about. We will have to stay on a succinct schedule because we have to record another show directly after this. Yes. So we're going to stay focused today. We're not going to be going long. We'll probably keep it just another 40, 45 minutes or so, just so you guys know. Mm -hmm. So we'll breeze through our topics and then get to your you questions. Um, what do you got? Well, I had a very interesting thing happen this morning, which prompted this question to come to mind, chat, which is, what odd thing did you believe when you were a kid? 
maybe it was something that made sense in your little kid brain, but is absolutely ridiculously wrong. At so some we're point, not talking about like uh, religious indoctrination. Nope, nope, we're not going into that deep conversation. Let me, let me right. tell the story that prompted this question, Chad, before you start thinking that you, like you could answer however you want. That's totally sure, fine. Sure. Yeah. So my husband has found this essentially chocolate milk beverage that's like a protein shake but it's in like a little container and he can just shake it up and it's good mm -hmm. now he's been working out a lot so he is proteining it up that's just that's all i can he's just a protein machine and that rhymed that's so funny <laughs> and so this morning he decides to give iris a little sip of this beverage hmm. he was very specific that it was just a little bit but it is chocolate flavored and it does appear to kind of be chocolate milk like. Okay. Mm -hmm. So Iris comes into the bedroom and she says, well, first she says, mom, mama, daddy gave me an energy drink. And I was like, murder, dad, <laughs> you're gonna die, sir. Like, what are you talking about? He tells me what it is. She says, I'm gonna be so strong now. And I say, Iris, you're already very strong. She's like, I'm gonna be even stronger. Justin says, this is good for your bones. I have the strongest bones. Watch what I can do now. And she leans down and she picks up a really hefty laundry basket that's filled with laundry. She mm -hmm. puffs and puffs. Oh, I know she's doing this thing, it's adorable. It's like her spinach. It was amazing. And so we're kind of like, oh, wow, you know, you are strong. Um, and then she says, I can do even more. And she goes over and we have this bench that's at the end of the bed and she just whoop, like lifts it up. It flips she over. She starts destroying the house. <laughs> I know. She literally left. She destroys this. And she's like, look how smash. strong. <laughs> and I'm like, whoa, whoa, babe. She's like, I'm going to do more. And she runs out of the bedroom to go find things to lift because now she's this really strong chick. Mm hmm. I think this is adorable. We think this is adorable. It's, it's amazing. As long and as it ends, as long as it ends with her like whipping Justin back and forth, going puny God. God, God. You know? <laughs> I immediately thought about something that I believed when I was little, which was that if you so here's the story that kind of like comes to the forefront of my mind. I was with a group of kids and adults, and we went to some place called the Nature Center, where you walk around this nature trail. So before we leave this building that's at the top of the hill that sort of contains interesting facts about nature and various stuff like this, um, there is a bathroom and there's a water fountain. And so, of course, the adults are shuffling all the children to go to the bathroom before we go on the trail. Mm -hmm. And I was waiting in line for the uh, water fountain and I was getting in trouble for it. And I just was very stubborn. I was like, I'm getting water first. And they're like, you need to go to the bathroom. And we were having this back and forth. And finally, they kind of snapped at me and finally asked me why, like, what was my logic? And it was because that way I could drink it and it would come out in the bathroom and I wouldn't have to pee again later. This was my logic. And then it was explained to me that it takes water a long time to be processed, which blew my mind because I always thought once you drink, it just kind of like goes yeah, straight through. Just like a straw. If you pour water through a straw, it comes out the other end right away. Also... Hello, you're surrounded by adults who say that water will go right through you. So just keep that in mind. Some confusing mm -hmm. mixed messages. Anyhow, it blew my mind that day. And it got me thinking about like Iris's situation had me thinking about my situation. And I'm going to have many more of them because she's still just, you know, not even four and a half years old. But yeah, I've got a little Hulk running around the house. So that's what nice. prompted my question for us today. Well, very interesting. Uh, lots of great ones in the chat already. You want me to pick some? Yeah, go for it. Uh, Chris says, I feel like this is a common one, but dogs are boys, cats are girls. Common? Um, I've never heard that ever. Oh, yeah. Gendering animals just based on what kind of animal they are? Yes, absolutely. Um, really? I've yeah. never, mm -hmm. never, ever heard that before. Always call dogs he's, always call cat she's. Yeah. You know, because I think, I think probably because it's not immediately obvious, especially to a child, you know, what the difference would be. And, you know, it's... It's not really like hidden, hidden on dogs and cats, but it is kind of hidden on dogs and cats. So it's definitely you know. more difficult to. Right. Dis yeah. 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 So, yeah. Dogs are boys. Cats are girls huh. uh, is a common one. Uh, Evan says uh, that a fractured bone is different than a broken bone. Um, Evan. Interesting. Evan, what happened? <laughs> <laughs> Evan, how did you learn this thing? 
<laughs> Lolly says, when I was a kid, my grandpa told me all Welsh sheep have two short legs and two long legs because they live on mountains. <laughs> it took me way too long to realize if that were true, they could never turn around. Um, this falls into a category of maybe some of these common ones, which is just lying parents and grandparents. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> just like trolling their children um i love I, we those don't... days in the show on the on the radio show and we would get yes. people calling in those are so fun this is not something we've ever done we just made a choice not to like troll our kids or lie to our kids about stuff but i totally get like that why people think that's funny um so yeah those were those were some fun stories uh nick's is great nick says i thought that sherlock was a title for detective in england i had oh. no idea that was his first name oh <gasps> I think so, like, I there did was Sherlock too. Holmes, Sherlock, you know, Smith, Sherlock, Sherlock Whittington. Montgomery. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. That is a good one. I like that one a lot. I like that one. Uh, Joker uh, says, Popeye taught me as a kid to always eat your spinach. So I ate my spinach and I still, to this day, cannot knock out Bluto with one hit or make a train sound with a corncob pipe. It's unfortunate. It's so unfortunate. Yeah, I, I really can't think of any right off the bat. I have I have a terrible memory um, of that kind of stuff. Slab says Iris is Bam Bam confirmed. <laughs> um, do you remember Danae when she was younger that I we would play like shoot the ball game and anytime it would go in, I would go Bam and she would laugh so hard. Oh, yeah, I do remember that. Yeah. Bam Bam. Yep. Uh -huh. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's interesting. Maybe maybe that should be a nickname. Bam Bam. Although I, yeah, although I can see with Iris, if you try to give her a nickname, she would very much be like, no, my name is Iris. That is not my name. My name, my name is, is not Iris. My, That's right. my name is Iris. She's very particular. She's very direct and particular. Yeah. She says she says this now. I'll give, the, I'll give the example of what she did just the other night. She says, mom, I'd like to take my bath toy to bed. But before I go to bed with my bath toy, I'm going to dry it off and empty it of water. Speaking of which, it's empty now and I'm in the bath and I would like to put water in my bath toy. Is that okay? Speaking of which, <laughs> speaking of which, sure, uh -huh. sure, yeah. child, yes. Yeah. Yes, yeah, my little cool. language absorber, please proceed. <laughs> I, I know, I'm sure there are things that my parents or even siblings could tell you that I believed. Um, I just, I don't have a great memory for my like young childhood. And so it's, it's hard for me to remember things I believed uh, back in the day. Back in so. the day. Yeah. Uh, yeah. For some reason, says Elizabeth, I believed every time he went on a street with a state that we were in that state. So like oh, Missouri like Michigan street. Avenue. Yeah. Oh my gosh. That reminds me of one. I used to wonder what the up arrow meant, which is forward, obviously. Mm -hmm. But I would always look up until my parents asked me about it one time. Why are, why are you looking up in the sky? Where is the road? I am so confused. I do have a great story in this category from a cousin of my wife uh, that, um, or cousins actually of my wife that I think, Danae, you have heard. I think I've told this story on the radio before. Yes. Um, and this blows my mind to this day, but my wife has um, twins uh, that are cousins, cousin twins. And they, every uh, time they would take a bath, mom would put one of them stand one of them up on the toilet dry them off take them down put the other one up on the toilet dry them off take them down found out i don't know i'm going to say about five years ago one of the twins still stands on the toilet to get dried off after her shower because she thought that's what you were supposed to do to keep the floor from getting wet is that you would stand on the toilet to dry off she is in her 20s getting out of the shower <laughs> climbing onto the toilet and drying off now i it you know it it bears to be said these are very petite twins so you know like it's it's something that she can do man but it was just like i it yeah. just blew my mind can you yeah. imagine like no. just that thing that you had no clue why it's just something you do this is just a tradition this is just what what happens this is how you do it um it's like taco bell on sundays what not everybody does that <laughs> Listen, if I had to stand on the toilet to dry myself off after the shower, Can you imagine? I would be dead by now. <laughs> like, let's just be honest. Head trauma. Uh, yeah. This one's from Slab. The standard gum stays in your stomach for seven years and eating watermelon seeds caused them to grow in your tummy. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I remember yep. my grandpa telling me about the watermelon thing and I was absolutely terrified. Yeah. I was so afraid of eating watermelon until my mom told me that he was just kidding. And then I had to be convinced that he was just kidding 
enough times that I went back to being able to eat watermelon. I don't think I'm very gullible. I don't remember believing any of that. Like, I remember being told that and I was like, no, that's not true. Oh, man, I wish. I'm so gullible. To this day, I'm gullible. It's one of the mm-hmm. reasons you're like, working with you is a lot of fun to name. I'm like, why is that? Because like, the word gullible is written on the ceiling and I look up. That's me. <laughs> so crazy. It's so crazy that gullible just happens to be written on the ceiling while we're having this conversation. Oh, it's man. Amazing. Yeah. Amazing. Well, do you want to go to your topic since we're kind of trying to kind of get sure. through some stuff today? Uh, absolutely. Oh, actually, I'll get to one more real quick. Lolly okay. says, my husband told his four-year-old niece the watermelon thing, and she laughed and calmly said, no, I know that's false because I see the seeds in my poop. <laughs> <laughs> see? That's what I'm talking about. Man, that is some fecal examination. I mean, do you not examine? Shouldn't you always examine? Like that seems like something Enough important as a human. Enough to see that there's seeds in it. Sure. I mean, n- what do you? Nope. <laughs> nope. Listen, if you want to be on top of your health, I mean, you know, you got to at least take a look. See, taking right? a look see versus examining for seeds are very different things in <laughs> I'm my not mind. Getting out medical <laughs> instruments. I'm just saying. So you just like you take a crap, you put on like surgical gloves, you get like every the, time a little poop scooper. <laughs> This is just, listen, this is just what you do. Oh, I was taught shoot. as a child. Yeah. You get a little. Uh, I am so glad that there are several people that you run. Not yeah, in our course. chat today who are like fecalophobes. Sure. Sure. Yeah. Anyway, well, anyway. it happens. Uh, all right. We'll move on to the A topic, thankfully. Uh, when is a time you haven't been your best self? Um, oh, good question. Great question. Love this question. Skip. This. <laughs> I think this is really important. Uh, because I, I know personally, and I think just as humans, we have this tendency to, um, to paint ourselves in the best possible light. And I, and I, I understand that. I appreciate that. I want people to think I'm a good person. I want people to think, you know, um, good things about me. Like I totally get that, but I think it's so important that we share with each other those times when we mess up, when we make a mistake, when we do something and afterwards go, Man, I, that that was the wrong choice. That was I was not a good person there. I I was not my best self there, um, because that's how I think we can identify with with each other and continue to learn from each other. This comes from a story this past weekend. And this is very rare for me. Number, uh, you know, you mean very rare because you don't make mistakes, or yeah, I, this is the only mistake I've made probably in the last decade. Uh, but yeah. no, 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 no. What I'm saying is it's rare for me to make this mistake. I make plenty of mistakes. But this mistake involves being in a hurry and being stressed. And I just I just don't get in a hurry or stress that much. But I was trying to make a, a movie showtime and was in line at a drive-thru. And it was a dual line drive-thru. And it did that thing where they had one person on one line and two people on the other line taking orders. And the other line was just... And we're like, so I, of course, am spot checking the person I pulled in with, right? That's right beside me. They are out of the parking lot with their food. And I still have three cars to go before my order is taken. Like it is that drastic. And I am getting more and more frustrated and just like it's starting to kind of boil inside of me a little bit. Again, this is not something that that is common with me. Like I just that's not necessarily a common feeling. So I'm thinking when I get up there, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to tell the drive-thru attendant for their own good, you know, just so they know that this could be frustrating to customers. And I'm going to let them know that this is an inequity that they should probably resolve. Right. I, and I'm, I'm going to say this, this is me telling myself, I'm going to say this in a way where it's win-win. I get to express my frustration. They get to learn. They get to grow. Everybody's happy. What I didn't take into account was my emotion. What I didn't take into account was I was frustrated. I was angry. What is that going to sound like? And I feel like after I said my piece and pulled around that I had just yelled at this poor, you know, young woman in this uh, drive through line. And I just within 30 seconds, I'm thinking you were terrible. That was terrible of you. This this is not her fault. She has nothing to do with this. You just made her feel so small. And I and so I'm I like I'm having all this like I was just not my best. So by self. the time you got to get your food, you're like sobbing, you're like please <laughs> kind go of, to the yeah. manager because no, I, I was to- still I was still frustrated even by the time I pulled out 
um, I was already having those thoughts, but I was still frustrated. It was only later that day I was like, I need to call the restaurant. I need to t you like I need to have somebody pass I, on a message. I know like, you. You're the kind of yeah. person that would like get through the drive through and then go back into the line just yes. to have a conversation <laughs> with someone and yes. hold up the line behind you so that you could have an apologetic chat and be like, hey, this yeah. is important. You can wait yeah. doing the very same thing that had been done to you to other people, but for a good reason. I That's don't I don't feel like I yelled. I don't feel like I said anything demeaning, but my tone and and here's the other thing that I forget and and I'm not aware of sometimes, my presence is already intimidating. And if I put on yeah. an angry face and which, speak which we sternly, just don't see. Like it can it like it I assume it can be scary. And I and I and that that hurts me. Like I I would hate for somebody to to give somebody an experience where they were like this man is, you know, um, putting me in danger or that kind of thing. So I don't think that's the case. I'm probably overblowing it. But I did feel like it was important to say because that is a situation and an experience that for the most part I would hide, right? I would say, okay, mistake made, learn from it, don't do it again. But I think there is something beautiful about publicly saying, look, I was I'm not my jerk. best. I, I was. I really believe <laughs> okay, in that moment I jerk. was a jerk. In the moment, you maybe were not at your best. I think I um, was. And and it's unfortunate. Aaron X76 says, true, Aaron, but you recognize it, which gives you the chance to improve for next time. Yes. And I yeah. understand that. But that doesn't change the experience for that young woman. And so, like, there is some, like, the, I, I'm still wondering if I need to, like, call and, and pass on a message or, or something like that. But Wow. Well, if it's bothering you that much, I would say to maybe, do it. Maybe. Because, but know. then you know what? That's still for, it's for you. It's a closure for you. She might not need it. There might be a reason that things well, weren't going she well. She may have experienced three or four worse things in a drive through line that day. Like, I know customer service is a, a battlefield, right? But, but yeah. So, anyhow, the dogs have something to say. There you go. I'm doing it. Uh, oggy, oggy, oggy. Oi, oi, oi. <laughs> How is that? So, anyways, it got me curious. Like, when is the time you weren't, you haven't been your your best self, and and what did you recognize about it? And yeah. Well, first of all, can't relate. You know, as someone. Is. <laughs> no, dude. Uh, Chris says, imagine calling to apologize for being a rude customer, and and their response is, "Which of the seventeen that day?" <laughs> yeah. Yeah, um, no, that's true. That's probably why I won't, because I, I've actually had this experience where I've apologized to people for things that have weighed on me, and mm -hmm. they'd be like, "What are you what doing? What are you talking about? What are like? Why? I don't even. Yeah, yeah. So. Um, mine are vast and daily, but I also parent a four-year-old. So, <laughs> well, parenting is a whole nother level I mean, of not your best self. Like, I totally get that. Yeah, it's a battle every single day to have the restraint to not react quickly but to think and then respond mm -hmm. um like there's so many examples just yesterday of things i wish i had done differently and i think the approach is really similar is when you realize that you've done something that you don't want to define you or you don't want to repeat that pattern mm -hmm. that you do the awkward thing to break up the pattern itself which is to address it publicly and i'm not saying like go to twitter i'm saying you go to that person and you actually say out loud what you feel you've done that you want to, you know, do differently. And I do that mm -hmm. with Iris too, which has been a really interesting experience because I talk to her like she's a full adult, which is one of the reasons that she, you know, can really process things and do problem solving. We sit and we talk through a lot of what she's experiencing and I'm experiencing. Just the other day I was asking her something and I said, well, can you tell me more about how you feel? And she, thought about it for like 20 solid seconds. And she says, I think I feel scared. And so we talked about those things and I know that I'm getting it right in a lot of ways, but we will, I'll go to that next level of depth and, and apologize for my behavior to her sometimes when I really feel like it's something like, I just don't want that to be something that defines my parenting style with this person. I think that's what it comes down to is you as a person, you know, the person that you want to be when you're not that individual to someone that you care for, whether it's in your family unit or strangers, uh, you have, you kind of, there's these moments that you can reflect on and say, this isn't what I want to be. This is who I was in that moment, but it's not who I want to be. And I've had opportunities where I had a chance to go back in time and apologize to people that I went to high school with that I was a jerk to. Some mm. grown up in the grocery store line and 
even though it had been years and years since graduating and uh, to just swallow my pride and literally approach them in the grocery store and say, hey, yeah. I don't know if you remember me, but I'm really sorry for what I did. It's like if that stuff sticks with you. I think you you do say it even for yourself, even if it's not for them. They, they if, might not need closure. And if I remember correctly, in that case, they did kind of need closure. They did remember. Oh, yeah. That, yeah. In that particular story, the person that I saw in the grocery store, like I was nervous. I was shaking because I was a total jerk to this person. And when he turned around and saw me, his face dropped like he was crestfallen. Like, here's this symbol of this jerk, you know, and when I said I was sorry for my behavior, I don't know that it did any good except for that he got to say you were horrible to me and finally say it to my face. And I said, yeah, I was. And there's no excuse for it. And that was it. I've never seen that person again. I don't know if it did any look good, but he, in my day to day, just to have that humility, even with a child to say, mm -hmm. I want to do better and give and tell her what, and this is like something that I practice a lot with Iris, which is this is what I did, which usually is like, I'll yell first or something like I yelled because I was having really big emotions, but I wish that I would have been more patient with you. And then she'll usually pipe in. Yeah, mommy, patience is really important. <laughs> you know. <laughs> And I'll say, yeah. you're right, you know, patience is important and I'm gonna work on it. And that's the best thing I can do, even in my relationship with my husband, like this, the best I can do is just try better next time. Mm -hmm. I'm not gonna get it right all the time, but to be around people that will let you mess up is so powerful. But with strangers, it's different, right? Because mm -hmm. you don't know if you're ever gonna see them again. And suddenly their definition of you is this one moment when you weren't at your best, so. Yeah. I think I understand why you'd want to go back. Well, but you touch on something, and there's some good good responses here that we're going to get to. You touch on something that is an interesting piece of it that I'm well aware of in the should I call and apologize. How much of that desire of mine is pride-based? How much of that desire of mine is I need to be the good person? I need yeah. to be seen as, you know, um, I can't let that stand that this is me. When when maybe it's okay for me to deal with you were, you were human, you weren't your best self, you made a mistake, that was not the best way to handle it, but that is you, let it ride, and somebody has now a different opinion of you that you don't like, and that's okay, like you can live with that, that's okay. Like there is part of it that I have to be aware of in myself of, is it a prideful thing? Is it I need to be seen as Mr. Nice Guy? I need, like, you know, how much of it is that, know. like, self, yeah, you know? I, from outside looking in, and we've known each other for so long, I wouldn't, think that it would be very pride-based. I think you probably at this point would want to be an example to them of someone who can do this, someone who can go back and say, I don't even know if you remember I me, but so. I did this thing and it's right. something that you shouldn't have been talked to that way, even right. if it didn't come across like I think it did. I know you're trying your best, even if it's a drive-through situation. I mean, th there are moments in my life where someone has come back and said something to me like that. Like when I used to be a waitress and waited tables for years, you know, there's so much frustration that comes around waiting for food. Let's just yeah. be honest. Yep. And I've had people come back and apologize. And it was like, wow, thank you. Thanks for being that kind of a person. Mm -hmm. I'm fine, but thanks, you know, for seeing me as a human being that I'm just doing my best. So right. I don't know, I can see you going back and like bringing them uh, just that example. Um, mm -hmm. that, that's the kind of, yeah. that, that defines you more than, uh, yep. let's see. Chris says, oh, he already said that one. Joker says, I'm usually not my best self in traffic. Yep. I have been told I have the patience of a saint, but for whatever reason, my tolerance meter goes way down when I hit the road. Slab says so I'm still waiting for my best self. <laughs> <laughs> the traffic thing is interesting to me. I have that too. I think most humans do. And I wonder I, I think it's a patience thing. I think it's it's really strange in traffic because it's one of those things that if you really start to think about it, you're like, what am I, you know, I'm going to get there five seconds sooner. Like, you know, especially when you're wanting somebody to hurry up or, you know, whatever. Now, if somebody's putting lives in danger, then I think there's more of a legitimate, you know, frustration. Like if somebody's driving ridiculously, um, but there's not much you can do about it. Aaron judging you guys in the chat. Uh, this one's from Joe. The how, am I how, was I, how was I judging somebody? <laughs> I was wondering. I was like, wow, you didn't say anything about well, I that. Just, no, I, I maybe I was. I just didn't. I was trying to pick up on how I was judging. 
the the traffic somebody, stuff like i don't get traffic people's frustration you're gonna get there in five seconds anyway oh i see i see i was talking about myself like what oh, is that thing in myself oh, oh, oh. i thought you were like, judging what, i'm gonna get there five seconds sooner like see, you know you can you can wait yeah to myself um Joe says, my version of not being my best self is deciding that I'm going to be strong and start dieting and then proceed to eat an entire pizza the next day. Uh, podcast listeners, Aaron is having a quiet moment of reflection as this hits home <laughs> and is nodding and pointing to himself as if That's saying me. "That's." Yeah. I know that one. I know that one quite a bit. Lolly says, if a family member if a family member snaps at me, I have a hard time taking the high road and being calm back. My gut instinct is to match their tone of voice to show them how it feels, which is never helpful. This is a good one, um, mm -hmm. especially like I was raised in a family where when we tell stories, we all tell stories and we just get louder and louder and louder and louder. And none of us are yeah. actually angry. We're just very emphatically telling stories. Mm -hmm. And the room is just filled with women and men just talking louder and louder all over each other um and so when when anger comes it's an easy thing to kind of just instantly match pitch because that's what we do even in storytelling so it's like mm -hmm. yep yeah that's a very common one very 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 sure. common continue to say i'm definitely better than i used to be i don't hold a grudge or stay angry but i still have that initial flash of wanting to throw their unpleasant tone or bad language back at them i've literally mocked iris before and been like that mm -hmm. was dumb because she's like no i'm like Bit, 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 bit. <laughs> so not surprising she now mocks me great job mm -hmm. Danae. yeah and then you try to and then you try to fix it. i'm talking about myself and then i'll try to fix it where i'm like is what you sound like do you know that's what you sound like <laughs> like i'm yeah. teaching Smooth like it wasn't it yeah it wasn't like a, re a bad reaction on my part i was actually having a teaching moment with you uh, yeah, yeah yeah nice like just a hard right turn into yeah yep uh, Nick says, my patience runs thin with my nine-year-old who is 100% my mini-me in the moment. I feel like I'm yelling at myself for my own flaws, but I feel bad afterwards. And when it happens, I try to apologize to her. Mm -hmm. I yep. want Iris to be the kind of person who understands an apology. Uh, there was a, a time, again, she's only four, so I'm not, I'm not sure how much of this translates, but there was a moment when I said, you know, do you want to apologize for what happened with daddy? You know, you were you weren't very, being very nice to him. And she looks at me, she's like, no, I don't want to apologize to him. <laughs> and I was like, okay, that's your choice. You don't have to. And then we talked, I said, you know, sometimes when you apologize, it helps you to feel better. Do you feel bad about how you talk to him? No, I think it was great. Okay, so what was great about it? And then we just talked until she got to the point where she's like, oh, I was mean to daddy. Oh, I don't want to do that. And then, and I didn't prompt her after that, we just talked. And she went in and apologized about five minutes later. She's hmm. like, Daddy, I want to say I'm sorry for this. So it's a really good thing to try to example to the kids, I think. Yeah. You don't get it right. I think they need yeah. to know that you don't have to get it right. I think we have really high expectations. <laughs> At least I yeah. do. Yeah, for sure. Yep. Um, let's see. <laughs> Some good stuff. Yeah. Some good chats. Should we go to the you, the you questions after yeah, go this? Go ahead and we'll, we'll, we've got one more. We'll pop up here. And if some others pop up, that's fine as well. But yes, go ahead and start getting your you questions in. Put a you at the front. And it could just be a topic you want us to talk about, a question you have for us. Every, everything's fair game. Um, just put it in the chat. And we'll see it there. Uh, Lolly says, my mom never swore in front of us, but in traffic, she would yell, I hope your wheels drop off. <laughs> and in hindsight, that might have actually been worse. Yeah. 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 The, the, yeah. Road Although rage, wheels, dropping, wheels dropping off would be a good solution to unsafe driving. Like it would immediately just, you know, stop the vehicle. Uh, so, yeah, I don't, so I don't mind that. Here we are at the uh, end of the show. In the last 10, 15 minutes or so, we're going to get to your you questions. You guys can ask any question you want. Any question goes. Just put a you in front of it so we can kind of identify it in the chat. We don't necessarily answer every question, but every question goes. And while we're doing that, we have our banner running across the bottom. These are places for you to follow Aaron and I. And we'll talk more about that before the show ends. But yeah. Um, there's, a, there's a really deep one uh, okay. right off the bat, if you're willing to go into it. Uh, do you all think there are inherent risks to a marriage when one partner plays an RPG? Let's take Wild RP as an example. I really want to join that RP server, but my wife isn't a fan. She sees it as a distraction from my real family and a gateway to an inappropriate relationship. You touch on a lot of things there. That's mm -hmm. very deep. Um, and obviously, you know your marriage more than either of us do. Like, you know, we're, we're flying blind here. So we're going to talk in 
broad strokes, broad terms, you know, um, and from our own personal experience, that may not apply directly to your experience. Um, I would start just by saying when you're in a committed relationship like that, that is that that is a a relationship that says, okay. I'm going to value you. We're going to work together. We're going to figure this out. You have to prioritize those feelings. We know their feelings. We know their emotions. They may be based on incorrect things or correct things, but you have to take them seriously and offer like genuine convert. This is what I've experienced in my marriage. You have to have genuine conversation about those things. Um, because if you land in the I'm right, no, I'm right, no, I'm right, you know, camp on this kind of stuff. Um, then that's just, you know, that's just going back and forth with no progress. So um, marriage is hard. So this, this, you know, it may be a, a tough example. Danae, I didn't know if you had anything. Oh, any man. Well, I'm in that right now. You know, playing mm -hmm. our wild RP is, is the example. Um, you know, you have to have a really straightforward conversation with your your actual like real life person in your life. And if they're saying I'm uncomfortable with you doing this thing because it's going to trigger me in this way there's a conversation that you can try to have if this is something you're really passionate about and you really want to try um, and create some boundaries and some rules for the character that you build for reasons why they wouldn't be involved in romance RP, for example. The other thing about wild RP as uh, is that there are romance rules. Like it's, there are actual uh, boundaries that the game itself gives because it's not a romance server. It's a game server that the, the purpose is not to go into the game and find romance, um, but it does happen. Characters do have connections and people do build in, you know, marriage storylines or relationship storylines or love storylines. And and it is a common thread because the, uh, the role play mimics real life. And when you find people that you like to play with, um, there's a lot of, uh, care that can go into that. And so the emotion of love can come out absolutely. Um, but you get to define what that means for your character. And so it, uh, that's something that you can talk about if you really wanted to play. But I think you, my advice would be if you're starting off on an adventure where the person that you're living with, that you are uh, married to is really nervous about that to spend a lot of time in that relationship before you build a character that's trying to build uh, to to kind of address things because at the end of the day uh wild rp is a lot of fun um but when you turn around into your real life and you've got somebody that's really unhappy you know that's an important thing to address like my husband and i we we were just talking last night about uh, wild RP because it is very, very fun to play. And I've given it a lot of my attention as I've been kind of getting into it. I'm trying to figure out, I, in my puzzle brain, I try to figure out a couple of things like what's my gaming schedule? What am I wanting to experience in this? What story am I crafting? Because for me as a creative outlet, wild RP is really fun because I am a creative person and I love to create story. I'm not playing D and D anymore. So it's my only gaming outlet. And it is one of the most immersive outlets that I've ever experienced. And it is very addictive because it is so immersive and you just want to go back in. The fear of missing out is the most intense FOMO I've ever experienced in my entire life. So I do need to build in some boundaries because the addictive part of me just wants to go play. Plus I found a really great group of gaming friends. And so I see when they're on and I'm like, ah, I want to go play. So I have to have very real conversations with my online friends and my uh, my RP partners, whatever our storylines might be, mm -hmm. and my real life partner. And I cannot, and myself, and say, okay, I want an outlet. What can I have that feeds my soul, that feeds my excitement and my gaming brain that makes me happy and feeds me, but also doesn't compromise the most important people in my life. And it is mm -hmm. a hard conversation because it might end up being that you just have to say no for a time until uh, you're ready you're both ready and it might be a hard conversation because you decide it's something that you want to do for yourself the last thing i'll say is if your partner is willing um cross those bridges when you get there be open so if your rp turns into something that you now know what her triggers are if the rp continues to take you to those triggers over and over and over again maybe it isn't the best space for you right like but i don't know that romance is something to be too concerned about personally because uh 
you should have all respectful, spe specifically on the wild RP server, very respectful people who, when you message them out of game and say, this is a no a romance zone. Like if you want our characters to quote unquote, get married in the game, it'll just be something that is unspoken and not role played out. Um, you'll probably find people that would be completely willing to do that for the sake of the story and just spending time with your character if they really enjoy it. So just expect to have a lot of uh, communication. You really, I would do not do it unless you are willing to have very direct conversations with your actual partner and your role play partners. That's yeah, my you're, biggest advice. You're almost, you're almost dealing with two separate uh, issues that you have to work through. One is the time commitment. One is the, you're getting lost in a fantasy world um, you know, what about the real world, right? And the other is the inappropriate relationship, as you call it, um, in uh, possibility. And I yeah, think- Yeah, what in, does that mean? What does inappropriate mean? That's a definition you need to have with your partner. Like, what mm -hmm. is to you yes. guys an inappropriate relationship? That's a really important thing to know. That's an important life thing. That's not, that's that's just not a, not just a role-playing thing. That's an important uh, conversation to work through with a significant other about- relationships with other people, male and female. And when that turns to uh, jealousy, when that turns to, um, you know, why do you enjoy time with them more than with me? You know, like there are a lot of different um, mm -hmm. conversations and processes you'll have to go through. Um, and, you know, I, 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 you know, I, I just say, keep working at it. Keep mm -hmm. going at it. And, you know, both yeah. of those conversations are worthy of having because it's, because relationships are worthy of cultivating. Yes. You know, if you have if you have found someone that you want to commit to for your life and want to work things out with. And um, yeah, that's what love is. It's working that stuff out and figuring it out. So, yep. Yeah. Yeah. Honesty is not easy. Um, but if you're just doing it diligently and with as much care as you can. Hopefully it goes well. Thank you for the question. That's a really good deep question, especially. That was a good deep one. It kind of took up most of our time. I think we can hit no, maybe. No, let's do more. Let's do more because there's more. <laughs> Show's going long. <laughs> we really can't today, but we can do a couple real quick. Uh, Jose says, I've got a job interview tomorrow. It's exciting and nerve wracking. Any suggestions on how to act professional over a Zoom call? Yeah. Um, just stay focused make sure that mm -hmm. you don't do the thing where you look over and grab your phone a couple of times and just check it. Just be completely uh, in the moment. Mm -hmm. um, I try to make eye contact with the camera, even though I'm looking at the screen, just every once in a while, just look up at the camera. When they ask you a question, answer to the camera. And um, mm -hmm. uh, yeah, I, I think that those are ways to be professional. Uh, take care of any technical stuff before. You yes. join the Zoom, like do a practice Zoom with someone and make sure your sound is good and your video is good um, before you actually go to the, yeah, all that's good stuff. Uh, this one's another question about RP. Um, hi, Sadie. Hi, Ken Dominus. Uh, I was curious <laughs> if you enjoy Spotlight that Vertigo has put on the RP server and specifically your character. I noticed you don't really stream your RP, so uh, that was more of an escape for you. And now you've got an influx of fans who want to see content. This is a great question. Um, I actually am going to start streaming um, more, I think, reflections on where I'm playing back scenes and commenting on them and commenting on how I was feeling during those scenes or things that were happening in my mind. Um, but you're right. I don't stream my content. I still am keeping the story for myself. I kind of want to be a little bit more in control of uh, who sees what and when um, for a lot of reasons that I won't go into all here right now. But to answer your question, I love the spotlight, the vertigo. He actually messaged me just yesterday because, um, uh, uh, you know, storyline stuff and just trying to see if we can even match schedules again, which is a big part for me. I can't be a big time streamer. I would love my job to be playing wild RP full time, believe me, but it's not. I have other things I have to do and saying no to when he's on is really hard. He actually messaged mm -hmm. me yesterday. He's like, I'm going to be in game and I'm like, I'm not. And that was a really hard <laughs> thing to say. So, um, but thank you for, for finding me. Uh, I'm, I will be streaming something soon. All right. One last one. Nick says, uh, we took our three-year-old to their first movie theater trip this weekend. Paw Patrol, uh, loved it and cried when we wouldn't let him stay and watch it again. Aww. What was your kid's <laughs> first theater movie? Iris hasn't been to one yet. Yeah, She's never I, been to the theater. Um, I'm pretty, I know, I know my oldest, uh, the first time he was in a theater was at six weeks, I think six weeks old, something like that. Um, we went to see 
uh, Star Wars Episode One. The prequels uh, were coming out, and so uh, we took him with. He was great. He slept the whole time. Um, and we had contingency plans. If that were not the case, uh, we knew exactly what we were going to do if he woke up and was not happy. Uh, so, um, so yeah, that was, that was his first time in a theater. As far as their first memories of movies can almost guarantee you it was whatever Pixar movie was closest to, uh, their birth. Um, because Pixar (laughs) day was our family holiday. So, uh, whenever a new Pixar movie would come out, all of us, uh, would go see it so pretty That's sure, awesome pretty sure it was probably whatever pixar movie. don't feel bad for your question aaron it was no, a great question no, no great. We, we love that stuff on a typical day it we would just keep on going this is just a weird day where we have today to be done three minutes one. ago <laughs> yeah so yeah we yeah. unfortunately have two back-to-back shows today but yeah. um don't feel bad. You can ask more questions next week. We go live every Monday and someday, although mm-hmm. our Sundays are very, very, very rare. However, um, wherever you're watching, whatever platform, if you want to subscribe to that channel, whether you're on Twitter, yes. uh, mm-hmm. next Monday, mm-hmm. we may not be here. So oh, just fair right. warning. We are traveling um, next We're Monday. So be, yeah, that's right. We've got a work trip. Yeah. <gasps> no. Okay, listen. <laughs> Just so, so we're going to take a week off next week. Uh, so think about your questions for two weeks from now. <laughs> but Oops. yes. But other than that, feel free to give a follow, a uh, you know, a subscription, all that kind of fun stuff. Uh, thank you so much for hanging out with us on Monday. We love this. Um, look forward to it every week. So we'll see you on the next uh, Monday or Sunday. And 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 for my Twitch followers, I just want to let you know where I'm going to be sending you today because that's an important part of the teaching. Um, mm-hmm. I'm going to send you over to uh, Liv Artisan, who is one of the Red Dead Redemption's Wild RP uh, players. Um, she plays Mr. Rose, who is a fantastic character, and that way you guys can all kind of see what Mr. Rose is up to today, this morning, as they stream. Um, And yeah, we'll see you guys soon. Thanks for hanging out with us. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye. Thanks for tuning in to listen to us shoo another dough. If you'd like to watch the show live, we stream it on Mondays and Sundays at 9 a.m. Central on all major streaming platforms. Subscribe, follow, join the conversation on YouTube, Twitter, Twitch, or maybe you can also be a member of Team DNA. Members get their own custom podcast feed that will include not only the Monday show, but all bonus shows we do through the rest of the week. Membership is five bucks a month, and you can join today at patreon.com slash studio DNA. Finally, thank you so much for being a part of this fun little community of awesomeness. Remember, your quirks aren't bugs, they're features. Find them, celebrate them, and know you're loved and valuable for just being you. See you next time. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.